everyone, my name is Kara, and I love rom-coms. Hey y'all, I'm Jared, and I'm into podcasts about rom-coms. Oh wow, oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh, wait, hold on, but you know what we're both into? We both kind of have like this thing for hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just, Just kiss already! already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we were talking about graduation earlier, and in a way, we're kind of graduating right now from Coffee Prince. You're right. It's like so scary and also very cool that like we're at the end of this thing. Uh, has has anyone uh, come up to you and asked you uh, what you're going to do in the future to just like give you a nice little panic reaction? Only when I'm asleep do I get people who oh. walk up to me and they're like, hey, what are you going to do with your life? And then I wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like instead of me graduating, because I've already watched Coffee Prince a couple of times, it's more like I'm the one that's like handing you your diploma <laughs> and like we have to shake hands and smile for the, the picture really quick. <laughs> You're right. And I've got like my special tassels. <laughs> yeah. And I get to like move one from, from your hat. I get to like move it onto the, the side. Oh. Uh. Yo, I'll never forget like graduating with my bachelor's degree Instead of them moving the hat thing, you had to move it yourself. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is the point? I'll never forget when you got your bachelor's degree and I showed up like an hour late for the ceremony <laughs> and completely missed it. That's right. You got the times wrong. It's okay. It was, it was literally just, you know, we sat there. They talked about it. We all were like hurried across the stage and then we told ourselves that we'd graduated when we moved our own goddamn tassel from one side <laughs> to the other. And nobody even was recording a podcast, so really. <laughs> right? What's the point? What's the point of graduating if nobody is going to record a podcast when you're doing it? Oh man, that's such a great idea. <laughs> is it? Is that a great idea? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jared, and I'm matriculating right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, even though you missed my college graduation um, by a couple hours, I am here to support your graduation from Coffee Prince. I've got the diploma. It's a piece of paper. It says, you did it. You made it through <laughs> one K-drama. You are now one a certified K-drama watcher. <laughs> You can go put that on your profile now. <laughs> All right, time to update the old LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add it to your bio. Make sure it's right in between where it says that you're a model and um uh <laughs> a model and also a hand model. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The two very different kinds of models. We wanna we wanna wanna make that clear. But we we are now at the end of our Coffee Prince journey. Uh, we have watched all 17 episodes. And so this episode is us kind of reminiscing, giving our final thoughts. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun with kind of uh, how did we feel about all the characters? How did we, what was our favorite moments, least favorite moments maybe? And then give it a, a final little fun coffee ranking. So stay tuned. 
<laughs> yeah. Don't, don't take. Don't, don't touch that dial. The channel. Oh. <laughs> don't. 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 Don't touch the thermostat. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so cold. Oh, no. No. Get more blankets. That's what you do in this house. <laughs> Wear socks. <laughs> Wear socks on your hands. Yeah. 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 Wear socks on your feet. Socks on your hands. Socks on your. Where else could you wear socks? Ears. Ears. That is a place where socks could go. Mm. So uh, me and Jaren actually prepared a couple of questions for each other. Just some some hot burning cues that we have that we never got to ask each other, I guess, throughout the series. Uh, things we still kind of want to know about each other's thoughts and feelings. So I'll start it off. Um one thing that I think was kind of a, a theme throughout watching this, as well as kind of the reason that we started this podcast, was the fact that I like wa- re-watching series. Like, and a lot of times throughout, I would kind of mention like little moments like, oh, you know, this was the moment that made me think I want to watch this show again. So, Jaren, I want to know for you, what are some of your rewatch moments from Coffee Prince? What, what were your favorite moments that you think would make you want to watch this series again if you were to in the future? I really love this question because I, I feel like we both have rewatch moments, but I feel like they are very different moments. Yeah. Uh, while I was going through the episodes in preparation for this, I remember we got to, I think it was episode 10. And Hangul mm-hmm. has the line like whether you're a man or an alien, and you were like, "This is the mm. this is the line. This is the moment. This is the line." And then I remember like I had a similar moment, but that was episodes before. I think it was episode four when Mister mm. Hong is playing his guitar and singing about like this this tragic romance, and it was like this first glimpse into like what is this character and like who are these boys. I feel like that was a huge rewatch moment for me because I was invested in the world and in the character enough to like want to know more i think that was when i got hooked that was when you were that was when they got you yeah and then i think later on in the series because it feels like every four to six episodes there's kind of a shift in like what i thought the show was going to be because coming in of course i have like my own preconceived notions of like what a k-drama was and i was expecting way more melodrama than we got but yeah. <laughs> the the these sort of three arcs that it's divided as in my head, I think they each kind of have a moment. So for that first arc, mm-hmm. it's Mr. Hong in the orchard. Mm-hmm. In the second arc, I think it's when uh, Unchan and Hongyul are on the beach as bros. I was like that. Oh. That really hit me. And then I think possibly for a third moment at the very end. Mm-hmm. We've got all our all our gender drama out of the way. Yeah, it's crazy how like <laughs> we, we shed that at a certain point. Like once it's out in the open, it's like this is no longer a show about a secret. Yeah. The, honestly, everything with Yuju and Han Sung in the third arc, I think, is the moment that would make me want to rewatch. Because I never really? thought about this, but in very early on, we're shown Yuju does not want kids, does not want marriage, and then mm-hmm. sixteen episodes later we see they are married and they attempted to have a child. And it's like that that, yeah. that growth over that period of time is crazy. Oh my gosh. Who would have thunk that one of your rewatch moments would be related to Han Sung and Yuju? <laughs> Bite your tongue, you know Kara. What? 
(laughs) (laughs) To be fair, that does, it really does speak to their character growth. These two characters that were like the, the least favorite part of the show in the beginning for you are now like one of the things that would bring you to this series again. So good, good job, Coffee Prince writers. You, you goddamn did it. Yeah, I think one thing I just wanted to mention about them was mm-hmm. after the thing where Hansung kisses Unchan, their yes. conversation is like, what if we just like went somewhere? Like, what if we just left and like went and did something else? And mm. that was when they go visit the town and the old lady roasts them, which I loved. But yes. at the end, we see them on the back of the truck just like heading somewhere. And it's like, yeah, maybe that's the kind of thing that they need like, it, it felt like a nice yeah. bringing it back around moment in a way that's kind of hard for me to articulate, I guess. I, you don't got it because I, I got what you mean. Mm. I feel it. Mm. I feel that. I feel the, the thing. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love that. I, I like that in your brain, you kind of have it like broken down into those three arcs. It's, it's interesting to kind of hear how you've visualized i guess this story uh in relation to how i've kind of known it growing up so thank you wow you're welcome (laughs) uh so i feel like this is interesting because a lot of my questions sort of focus around the the podcast aspect of the show rather than the the show aspect of the show so good uh I, i had this realization as i was watching that like I have a favorite episode of Coffee Prince, but I also have a favorite episode of Just Kiss Already, and they are for different episodes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that's interesting. Uh, so I want you to, if you could, think about like what your favorite episodes of our show and Coffee Prince are, and then I'll quickly explain mine to give you time. Okay. Uh, so my favorite episode of Coffee Prince, I think, is episode six. Because mm. there, there was something about, uh, in terms of us making a show, when we were mm-hmm. recording episode six and I went back and listened to it, I have like this emotional moment at the end of the episode where I'm like, wow, I'm like really glad we did this. Like we're on episode six, it's happening. And it was also just like this beautiful moment where the first five episodes were setting things up and everything was kind of coming together and we were seeing like the shape that these characters would settle into. And I would say that that was the point where I got invested in the show was probably episode mm-hmm. six. Uh, but my favorite episode of our show is episode 10, oh. which is funny to think about that it didn't happen for four episodes later. Yeah. But there was a lot of uh, great stuff at the beginning of that episode, I think. And mm-hmm. it became a little bit harder to watch uh, and bad things were happening. And it was like, is this the kind of show that I would continue watching by myself? And it's like, maybe not, but I'm doing this show with my friend. Mm -hmm. And also because it's the two of us and we were in it together feeling these mixed feelings, we made the content of our episode 10 different in tone and mood than the content of episode 10 of Coffee Prince. So I feel like that was (laughs) probably the first time I noticed us being transformative. And that was something that I really digged was like, okay, these bad things are happening, but that does not mean it has to change the mood of our show. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like I like that kind of idea, that thought. I guess I'd never, I'd never really thought about it, but I like the idea that 
despite what was happening in the show that we were watching, we were able to kind of like have the show that we've made still have the energy and the feeling that we want it to have, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I like this question. It is a very hard one for me because it's kind of difficult for me to think of an entire episode that I like. I think maybe just because I like to think of things more as certain moments or certain um, like things that happen as opposed to like an entire episode as a whole. Um, and it's maybe just because I, I really like kind of hold on to that idea and that feeling of this kind of media being like a roller coaster where every single episode has really high points, really low points, things that make me happy and laugh, things that make me sad. Um, so it's hard for me to think of an entire episode of the show that would be my favorite um, because I don't think there is one episode that I like as a whole more than any other episode. Mm. Um, my favorite moments of the show are kind of those rewatch moments that we were talking about before, like those ones that stick in my mind and that every time that I watch the show again, I'm excited for those moments to happen. Things like Unchan car surfing, which happens super early <laughs> on in the series. But every time it comes up, I'm like, ah, yes, this is exactly what I was going for watching this show. Like I, I wanted to see this character who has had such a rough run of life up until now, just standing in this car on the freeway, one of the most dangerous things she could have chosen to do, <laughs> and just surfing with this dude that she just met very recently and just having the time of her life. Like, So maybe that means my episode is whatever episode that happens in, and I'm actually not really sure what episode. It's either one or two. It's probably two, maybe three. It's very early on in the show, but I, I truly don't know what episode it's actually a part of. Yeah, it's either um, one or two, but, like, it goes yeah, towards what you're like, saying about, like, it's such a roller coaster that you you end up cherishing the moments more than you do the hour-long package. Yeah. As far as my favorite episode of our podcast, um... This is probably going to be kind of surprising, but it's actually um, a tie between Ooh. episode one and episode 13, which to Jaren, this is going to be very surprising because episode 13 was a very difficult episode for the two of us to record. Um, I think there was just kind of a lot going on in our lives outside of the podcast when it was happening, and it was just very difficult for us to create this fun entertaining piece of media when we were dealing with our own kind of like stuff outside and so we actually had to like go back and kind of try and record it again after a first attempt it was kind of a lot however the fact that we were able to record that episode and the fact that i can listen back to it and i can still be like this still feels like an episode of this podcast this still feels like me and jaren goofing around talking about this show that we're watching um, making jokes and just kind of like having fun, even though it was something that was kind of difficult for us to get done. Um, it gives me a lot of like hope, I guess, for this series. And it gives me a lot of like, I don't know, it feels like if that happened, like we can kind of do anything. Like I know that this series can continue to go on, that we are going to be able to make Just Kiss Already as time goes on because we faced something that was kind of difficult. We faced an episode that we had difficulty creating, difficulty recording. 
and we still put it out. We still put out the kind of content that we think represents us and represents what Just Kiss Already is kind of all about. And so it makes me really happy to listen back to it because even though I know how tough it, my like life was at the time, I also know that like this is a f still funny. This is still good. This is still, you know, exactly what I expect from a podcast about us roasting rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what an amazing answer, honestly. Wow. Thank you. Episode one is the other choice for me because that's that's the first time that we we did this. We that's like after I had pitched you this idea that I kind of had off the cusp when we were hanging out one day and you had said yes and we had kind of been like, oh, what if we called it this? What if we watched this first? Um, but episode one was when we really actually sat down, watched an episode, recorded a podcast and were like, wow, we did it. We're, we're making a podcast now. So even though I listen back to it and I cringe a little bit because I can like <laughs> hear just how I don't know how to sound when I'm recording myself. <laughs> I can actually, it's kind of funny because uh, when I was editing it, I could hear the difference in my voice between just talking to you about what we're going to do. And then when I was like, okay, now it's time. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, the self-roasting has begun. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that we did it. I'm glad that we made it. And even if it's maybe not up to the same quality as some of our later episodes i'm i'm just proud that we were able to make an episode one because that's the hardest thing of starting any creative project is just starting i agree and i i would also like to say about episodes one and 13 for episode one uh it really felt natural just to sit in a room with you and be recording and that's mm -hmm. the thing that i've always worried the most about in terms of like creating content that isn't just on me is yeah. like if if I have a partner in this like it has to be somebody I trust it has to be somebody who like things come easily with and listening to that first like run of eight six episodes where we are just like recording as buddies it it was like I had no reason to be worried and I want to say for everybody who might not know this Kara is like the backbone and lifeblood of this entire project she came to me and she was like, hey, I want to do this. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then she knew what show she wanted to do first. She had the equipment ready to go and the space. It was really like, it felt like all I was doing for a little while was like showing up because Kara took care of the editing. It's literally would not have happened without her blood, sweat and tears over the course of uh, uh, over a year it took to make this first series. And... The thing about episode 13 that I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it was because uh, mm. we, we made the transition to recording separately. And yes. I've, I've thought a lot about, like, if we get the opportunity in future, would we continue doing distance recording because it's easier for both of us in terms of scheduling? Or would we try to mm -hmm. find time to record again in person? Be I, partly just because I miss being in the room with you and I feel like it's... Mm. I, I like bouncing ideas off of you and seeing you laugh in person as opposed to kind of like watching it come through audacity. But mm -hmm. when we when we switched over to distance recording, we were on a good schedule for a while. And I don't mean good in terms of like beneficial for us. I mean in terms <laughs> of like we were recording regularly and it was part of my daily routine, I think, for a few days. 
where I would wake up, make tea, and then come sit down and we would record for like two to three hours. And I think one of the lessons I learned from recording this first series is that like, you you can't just kind of force yourself to record when it when the time is there or like when the opportunity presents itself like you have to take care of yourself and be in a good place and I'm so glad that now at the finale over the course of the year and a half that we've been recording we went from being in a good place and being together physically to distanced recording and being in a kind of a bad place and now I feel like I'm in a good place and recording uh, distanced and episode 13 I think took three attempts to record for us and I remember saying at the time like hey we're gonna get it done and then we're never going to have to record episode 13 again and it that just was, yeah <laughs> when we did that that final recording of it the third one I just remember we stopped recording on and off so many times and every single time that kind of idea of like we could you know stop give it another try another day and every single time I would be like no we're gonna get through it we're gonna record it and it's gonna be done and then we're never gonna have to <laughs> record episode 13 ever again oh yeah and it's so crazy to listen back to episode 13 and be like I can't even tell like yeah. I know what happened because I, I was there for it but like it's invisible right? in the recording so uh, I'm very glad that I'm, it came yeah. out that way and that we will never yeah. have to record episode 13 again. <laughs> Me too. And I'm glad that I know that if we have another episode that's given us trouble like that, that we're going to record it. Like, it's going to happen. It's not going to be the end. It's, we're gonna, it'll be fine. It'll take more than that. <laughs> it'll, t- it'll take more than that to the, stop us. The title <laughs> of episode 13 was too good. We could not let it wither on the vine. Yeah, that's right. We were like, we can't, we have to... Like, it, it'll be a, such a waste. <laughs> Do it for the B. <laughs> also, I feel like episode 13 of Coffee Prince is also just, like, a good episode. <laughs> very true. Very fair. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow, that was good. Um, I you can't, you can't make me cry right now, Jen. Oh, I'm gonna get those tears, baby. Mm, yummy, yummy. It's so salty. Alright, excellent. I'm not crying anymore. <laughs> the Audrey 2 voice always works. Yeah. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Thank right, you. Right, right. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I think that was that was a great question, Jaren. Thank you. And also thank you for your, your follow-up answer. That was mmm. Mmm. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> All right. Now that we've um, uh, gotten really in our feelies, uh, wheelie in our feelies, um, it's time to pull us out a little. Because, Jaren, I, <laughs> I want to know from you. Uh, so, obviously, Coffee Prince, romantic show, romantic comedy kind of media. The whole point is that we're watching the get-together of uh, two characters who we love. As well as a couple of other get-togethers that uh, were not featured as prominently, but they were there too. So I would like to know from you, if you could pick two characters to end up together that didn't end up together canonically in the series, what would your fun little extra ship be? Uh, You can have multiple. It's okay. I understand. I'm going to answer truthfully (laughs) because the one that first came to mind was Sungi and the woman he's been chasing after the entire show. Because 
I get that Coffee Prince is an exploration of the statement that there are all kinds of love. Yeah. And for Sun Gi, and knowing that there is a child involved, I just wish that he could be present in that child's life and in the life of mm. the woman he loves. And mm. I get that maybe the feeling they intentionally left us with is that that's something that he will always be striving for. And, mm -hmm. like, very noble in the attempt, but I feel like, just for my peace of mind, I would kind of like to know that, like, maybe in text after the credits, like, oh yeah, they ended up together. That would just yeah. be Yeah, a little, at the end, they're like, where are they now? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like my instinct is to match characters who didn't have a match, and I'm like, no, I'll leave Mr. Hong where he was. Mr. Koo and Mama seems like a sure thing. Yeah. Uh, um, your answer about Sun Gi and his his uh, lover that I don't think... Do we ever learn her name? I don't think we, we do. We do. I think it was mentioned briefly twice in my subtitles, but I never wrote it down, so it didn't stick. Ah, I'm just forgetful. <laughs> um <laughs> That was that was that was very sweet. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Sungi is saying thank you. He's like thanks. Um, behind the way, uh, my first kind of a uh, poll based on I don't know maybe just uh, us us dicking around uh, was, you know maybe like a little bit of like a like a kind of like a harem Sungi kind of like the sexual <laughs> tension was always there. <laughs> yeah, we explicitly go over that in one of the episodes I remember, and we're like, hmm, let's keep an eye on this. <laughs> Listen, if we looked into uh, the the Coffee Prince fan fiction archives, which I'm sure are vast, <laughs> there would absolutely be just piles. <laughs> like that's 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 a that's 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 a fan fiction ship right there, Harimsengi. <laughs> it, it definitely feels like it's it's there in the subtext, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I I love where both of those characters ends up. I feel like the writing of this show gives each character the ending that you most want them to have. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't realize it, it's the right one for them. <laughs> they can just hook up once. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it happened before the events of the show. We don't know. Ooh, oh my gosh. And then they saw each other at the coffee shop and they were like, you. <gasps> we're never Wait, speaking of on. this. Let's talk to the writers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tweet at them again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So another question that I have that's like a little bit more of a podcast-focused one Give it to is... Me going along with like transforming the source material what's your favorite bit that we've done on the show oh god there are so many <laughs> yeah it's kind of great that there are more than like two to think of oh wow um okay i feel like i have to give a shout out to the the og dick is out plot moves forward like that's... that one is so good one of the first ones that we had and it's extremely good <laughs> And it held true so uh, often. It did. It honestly, I think the writers were with us. They they were like, oh, they found us out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe maybe just like a little guilty pleasure of mine. Not necessarily like a um an actually good, but I I did love to have it. Was that at the beginning of every episode, I would be like, well, we just watched an episode, which means that now we're watching N plus one episode <laughs> without fail. Just, I had to reiterate how counting works, and it was stupid every time, but I loved it. <laughs> That's another great one. I loved doing it. 
I, I came in with like this is the one, and now I'm like wait, uh-huh. but I'm remembering all the other ones. Wait, what was what was what was yours? The one I came in with was yeah. uh, Han Sung's True Age, and then <gasps> that one was very good. Oh shit! <laughs> like a close second behind that, I think is the Han Sung Hate Train, and it's uh, no yeah. like. It's not like a specific joke, but the the fact that like we had this game throughout the show of like he is worst character regardless of what's yeah. happening. <laughs> and like, then we got to the end and we had to like backtrack. <laughs> yeah, like no, listen, I love his actor so much. It's just that Absolutely. character a little bit mm, not my thing. <laughs> I honestly I feel like the bit that I personally put the most effort into. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we didn't do it like every episode because it would have just gotten old. Is yeah. coming up with new ways to do. Welcome back to Coffee Prince, like that bit. Where oh yeah. We would just be talking, and then I try to punk you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's a very good. Just like all of our intros. Yeah, we would be like having casual conversation, and Jaren would start telling me this story, and I'd be like, "I'm so on board with this. What happened?" And then it would all be a setup, and he would tell me after that it wasn't a real story, and I would be like, what? <laughs> "I love it." Yeah, Jaren would just lie to me for about three minutes as an intro to our fun partner broadcast that we do. This isn't anything new because Jaren already does this in our friend group with a joke that we like to call the "no hands" joke. He Ooh. he has truly destroyed some of us <laughs> with these, like, stories that we're fully invested in. We're like, oh my god, like, this actually happened? This is wild. And then it ends with him being like, I got no hands. And we're like, you suck. <laughs> no hands is a close, like, favorite bit in real life, honestly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because the podcast happens on a separate dimensional plane. <laughs> oh yeah, the bizarro coffee prince world. This is all this yes, is. Yes, we're yes. all we're just gonna reference our own bits until we're blue in the face. <laughs> it's great. It's fun. Everyone loves it. We we love it. They love it. We... <sighs> Good times. Oh man, you know it wasn't really a bit, um, but I do really love that we we had this nickname CB and we just kept it up throughout the entire show. I love how it happened. I love how it was like, I was like, oh, he's Carrot Boy. And you were like, he's Charlie Brown. And we were like, oh, obviously this character is CB and nothing else. <laughs> it is crazy to think that we maybe say Minyup three times in the entire podcast. And I know. A I, fifth of the central honestly, cast. Sometimes kind of forgot his actual name because I was convinced that his name was CB. <laughs> It's the same thing with uh, DK as well, which was just every time he was mentioned was just an opportunity to make like silly monkey jokes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is Donkey Kong canonically. <laughs> Ugh. All uh, right. I got another, I got another zinger for you. Let me or, hear it. I don't know if it's, is zinger the right word for a question? I'm deciding that zinger can be a question today, right here, right now. Mm. So. Throughout the series, any any series, um, but I think especially because I watch a lot of K-dramas, I associate K-dramas a lot with their soundtrack songs. Uh, so they have these, these songs that come on and you know exactly what the show is trying to tell you when it comes on because it's like, this is the song that comes on when someone's sad. And this is the song that comes on at the end of the show so you know that it's the, the episode is over. And this is the song that means someone's heart is bumping. 
So I want to know from you, Jaren, what are uh, maybe your favorite soundtrack songs? Uh, honorable mention to the Next Time on Coffee Prince song that plays. Ah, God, it's hard to describe. At the end of the episode, it's just like an acoustic uh, guitar starts playing. And the number of times where something terrible has happened, and then that little light guitar comes in and it's like, next oh. time on Coffee Prince. It's <laughs> you know gotten it me. Goes. It's really gotten me. But my, my favorite, and I had to uh-huh. look this up because I was like, Siri, what's the Coffee Prince song that goes, do, 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 do. And it's Polly on the soundtrack. Yes. And it's, oh my God. It's... I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, it, I love it because I think it. the first time I noticed it is when Unchain is like poking Han Sung's, uh, Han Gyul's face while he's asleep at the, uh-huh. the, the restaurant and she's just poking his face in the background just here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's oh, the it's cute so face poking noise. <laughs> the little face poke noise. I That is, that is, that is a strong contender for favorite for me as well. Wow. That's and a then, good one. Well, I was looking at the soundtrack. Uh, mm-hmm. I found out that Han Sung's uh, actor actually sang one of the songs, Ocean Voyage, the, the lyric yeah, track, is yeah, him, yeah. and he sounds amazing on it. Yeah, good for him. Wow. Little did we know that uh, him doing music in the show was a nod to him being a music boy, truly. Yeah, he did musical theater, I think, before uh, he was cast in Coffee Prince. You know what? With that acting skill, it shows. It shows. It shows. <laughs> it shows. Um, <laughs> I personally really like the the one called uh, La La La, It's Love, which is the one that's like, La 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 La, La 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 La, and then it's like, every time I sit up on a hilltop, bam 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 That one? <laughs> yeah, I know that one. You catch my drift? <laughs> Yeah, I got you. I liked that one. Okay, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, and then I really like the one called um, Go Go Chan. Yes. Which... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that one. I, I kind of thought of it as we were going through the show. I was like, oh, this is theme of Unchan. And then I loved to I find do. out like, oh, it's called Go Go Chan. Anytime she's on her bike, you just hear in the background, na, 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 la, 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 la. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> It's Chan. <laughs> oh, man. What a great, what a great soundtrack, honestly. And then there were so many, uh, so many other songs that were kind of thrown in that weren't on the soundtrack. Like, I remember when uh, Harim and Sungi are intimidating Unsei in the park, there's, mm-hmm. uh, like, a remix of uh, Dire Straits' Money for Nothing playing in the background, <laughs> and then... Uh, Good. What's the I one song? I always remember the This Will Be moment. This will be... Yes, that's exactly the one I was thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really a great soundtrack for a show. I agree. All right, Jaren, you got you got, you got got a question for me? Mm, I think we've covered all the ones that I wanted to hit on. Ooh, all right. Well, then I actually have one last one for you, and Ooh. I can answer this as well. Um, it's, it's less of uh, just, a, just, a, just a question. And more of maybe kind of like a little thought journey uh, that I would like to go down with you. So I, I need you to picture this in your mind. Okay, are you ready? Hold on, I'm, I'm building my mind palace. Okay, excellent. Tell me, tell me when it's built. <laughs> All right, construction is finished on the mind palace. Okay, excellent, excellent. All right, here I come. 
Uh, I've got the decree. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, surprise. Your grandma is now a rich coffee bean CEO demanding that you start up a coffee shop to prove that you can make it in the business world. What's your angle for the coffee shop? Ooh. All right. So we know that actually... Coffee Prince, the whole idea is that he makes a cafe with beautiful boys and it's Coffee Prince. And that's that's just what he goes with. So now I want to know what the what the Jaren the Jaren coffee shop is. So this is this is a a better question maybe than you even thought it was because I'm actually <laughs> a legacy in the coffee shop business. Uh, really? My mom, yeah, my mom owned and operated a successful coffee shop uh, a couple towns over while I was like going oh through middle school, and it was like gangbusters. Like it was super busy all the time. Ended up selling it and making some money. Because it was just so much work to be that successful. So like, oh my god, I, I'm in it. I'm already there. Like I can run <laughs> and operate this. But my angle, I didn't know I was talking to a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically like low key a Hangul ek oh Hangul <laughs> Wow. Uh, so my angle would be a musical theater coffee shop. Like, just the most obnoxious, Ooh. like, musical note decor on the walls. And we have books of sheet music in, like, the reading corner. And we only mm-hmm. play, like, Broadway instrumentals over the thing. And then we do mm-hmm. open mic nights. And that's where the Ooh. big money come in. Also, yeah, we yeah, sell yeah, the yeah. best Cuban sandwiches in the world. Of course. Because of course. that was what my mama did. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh my goodness! I had no idea that I was consulting an actual coffee bean boy. I'm kind of a coffee <laughs> prince now that I think about it. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of a little bit of a coffee prince. Kind of a second generation him. coffee royalty situation. Wow, incredible! I feel like when I think about this, there's a part of me that wants to go um, for something that I think is really like marketable. Like uh, we make we make like. Uh, kind of following along um, the the cafe trends where the waiters are also actors. So you have like, you know, like made cafe where it's like a whole kind of fantasy, that kind of that kind of genre where it's now a rom-com cafe where you can pay extra to have a meet cute with one of our barista boys <laughs> or girls. We have all fantasies are open. It's kind of like a like a um, oh, like a dating game. Like what's what are those? <laughs> I, I'm so floored right now. I can't even. <laughs> You, then, you can have your own little, your own little uh, coffee shop AU, essentially. <laughs> yeah, and then you can, like, the, the manager and one of the employees are just in a torrid affair, and, like, it spills yes, exactly. out into the dining room. <laughs> exactly. So that's, I feel like, the real business model. Like, that would make some money. That would do good. That would be fun to create. Um, however, uh-huh. there's also a part of me that, like, um, as Jaren knows very well, my favorite movie of all time is How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> And what if I just kind of made a cafe that was just all about the dragons? <laughs> and that's that it. Be, that's the only thing. That's that's the best idea ever because then you can have teapots that look like dragons and then you pour the hot yeah, liquid yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah, the yeah, mouth. Yeah. Exactly. And everything is like themed, like every dragon has a favorite coffee order. And, <laughs> and then you just have like Vikings come in and smash a table every so often Ex- and you're like, exactly. it's okay. It's a rebuildable it's table. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. back into place. Occupational hazard, as they say. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All oh, right. Very good. Wow, these were good. I had a good time. 
thank you, Jaren, for your for your your more um, heartfelt almost questions. I feel like uh, <laughs> you did not get me to cry, but good good try. Mm, there's still a little bit of show left. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we have uh, quizzed each other, now it is time to move on to the section of this final review where you you guessed it we are going to rank all of the characters in copyrights <laughs> with a with a tier list that i have i've gone on and made in the little the, the cool fun <laughs> tier maker website we are not sponsored by them but i think it's nice to tell you how i did this uh, and how you too can do this so this this coffee tier list uh, is actually available so i think if you search um like characters of coffee prints or something on the tier maker website, you can get your own uh, coffee prints characters tier list that is based off of uh, our our uh, the characters that we selected to be most important to talk about. Yeah. So we are going to be ranking uh, all of the characters in coffee prints, and we are also going to be uh, recording the the live tier list creation process, which we'll be posting on our YouTube channel. So if you would like to see the accompanying video. Uh, where we actually make the the list, um, you can go and check that out uh, either right now or later. It's up to you. If you would like to listen to it and then watch it, it's you can you can do whatever you would like. <laughs> All right, so let's rank these boys. First, let's go through. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna give you a rundown of the different tiers <laughs> that yeah. we have made for for our ranking. So. Um, uh, down at the bottom of the list, the worst that you can be uh, is a bucket of dirty <laughs> waffle water, <laughs> sitting oh, in the in that. the little kitchen alcove, uh, getting waffles dumped into you, nasty, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just like out trash, absolute trash. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, minimally above that, our D tier is a tomato waffle. Because you shouldn't exist. You <laughs> Absolutely should not. It shouldn't be a thing. We don't put tomatoes on waffles. It's not right. It's not... <laughs> um, kind of like our, our... Just below the middle of the road, which would be our C tier, is uh, ice cream and Coca-Cola. Which, if you remember, back when we were at uh, Han Gil's apartment, this was, this was quite, quite the controversy for Jaren. <laughs> if you eat the ice cream, you can't taste the Coke, okay? It's all I'm saying. <laughs> so this is kind of like middle of the road because it, it truly affected Jaren heavily. However, it did not affect me at all. So, like, <laughs> maybe some people hate you. Maybe some people are fine with you. Overall, you're not really doing that much. Like, you're, you're fine. You're fine, okay? You're fine. Our beats here is Han Gil's weird shirt. Uh, for a similar reason, because this affected Kara very much, but it didn't affect Jaren. <laughs> However, it is above ice cream and Coca-Cola because Han Gil still looked super fine. So... <laughs> still looked edible. Yeah. <laughs> Han Gil was looking good. He was working the weird shirt, even though the shirt was very strange. Um, it's fine. Now up into our A tier. We're getting into our, our real good characters. A tier is, uh, you get the, the big spoon. <gasps> Could it be the big spoon? Oh, that's spoon? right. You're eating, you're eating kimchi fried rice with your new boss and potential future boyfriend, and you get to have the big ladle, and he gets the regular size. 
because you're good and we want you to have because you are good (laughs) and up at the top of our list um truly the best that we can wish for you is go live your barista dreams go off Mm. to italy go study with the pros go have a good time and live your passions we only want the best for you because you are just the best that we can be so yeah Let's get into it. Uh, any any particular character you would like to start with, Jaren? Should we go down the list, or is there anyone you have strong mm. ranking feelings? Let's let's just go in order. All right. So first off, we've got our our title friend, Un Chan. Now, I don't think I'm going to be controversial by saying we want Un Chan to go live her barista dreams. One hundred percent. Unchan, if she's not living her barista dreams, there's no point. <laughs> Just yeah, like but... overall good fun, we love her. A character worth making a show about for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, thank you, Unchan, for all that you do. We hope you're having fun in Italy. We know that you <laughs> came you back service. at the end of the show, but <laughs> <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs> All right, next up we've got our title boy. That would be Han Yul. Um. Mm. Boy, this might be controversial. I want to put Han Yul in Han Yul's weird shirt. Not just really? because it's his shirt, but because uh-huh. there were a lot of times where his emotional immaturity really kind of overshadowed the fact that he was the male lead. Okay. Yeah, that's a completely fair point. I feel like my gut instinct was you get the big spoon just because I love this couple a lot. But I think you're right. When we separate the two of them, even though they both made some goofs, they both did some some mm. moves that were maybe not too good. At the end of the day, Han Gyul, he he did his best, but he wore that weird shirt and he acted like a baby a little too much so a little too much like one too many babies <laughs> one one too many babies so he can sit down here and hang y'all's weird shit sit down all right jared next we've got your absolute favorite character of the entire show which is han sung oh god this is mm. see i'm questioning whether to put him on the level of hang Gyul. Mm. Or if he, by nature of their relationship, has to be one below in ice cream and coke. Ooh, that's a good point. I feel like even though we we ragged on them the entire series, he's. I don't think that he's like tomato waffle or like bucket of dirty waffle water level. Like he, I think his redemption arc kind of helps him out. His redemption arc was so interesting to me in that like we... This it's not like something happens to him that redeems him. It's that the point that he starts the show at is retroactively justified. And yeah. then still going on his actions from there, I feel mm-hmm. like he's big ice cream and coke energy. Yeah, I I agree. I think that when you kind of put it all together, he levels out to a nice little ice cream and Coca-Cola uh <laughs> moment here. <laughs> little cold bath for Han Sung here in the tier list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next up, we've got his beloved Yuju, the the girl of his dreams. That we had lots of lots of issues with this couple, didn't we? We, I, me especially. I started out thinking Yuju was going to be the character who was like, this is the model for adult maturity, uh-huh. and then with Hansung's retroactive backstory explanation, 
you kind of find out that like they, they it's not as equal as we're led to believe at the start and yeah. just like the old woman who destroys their relationship with her biting sarcasm I uh-huh. think they deserve each other, so I feel like they both have to be in the C tier, which feels Strong bad, because I really like Yuju. Yeah, but I I see what you're saying. I feel like where, where Han Sung kind of had this, like, very, very slow start that got exponentially better in the end, Yuju had more of kind of like a, she started out and it seemed like, oh yeah, this character, great, great, great. And throughout the series, she was pretty great, but I think her lows kind of even her out and they do deserve each other so (laughs) it feels like they meet in the middle they can hang out together with a little date where they eat ice cream and drink coca-cola and have fun yeah make silly faces and put little boots on their fingers (laughs) yes 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 all right next up uh, i i have a strong feeling as to where this man is going to go but it is mr hong jaren you know I want to send him to Italy. All the way up. All the way up. Mr. Hong is, I don't want to say the character that really made me interested in the show, but it's a mm-hmm. type of character that you almost never get to see, which is this this kind of like dirty old man uh, trope that's also inverted to be like, no, I have a rich and beautiful inner life and I have come yes, to terms yes, with yes. the world around me in a way that is inspiring. Uh the, the the great takeaways that I have from Coffee Prince are yes. the two phrases which get repeated a lot, which are, you uh, no matter what happens, is this someone you can live without? And that's something that I think about pretty often now, that I definitely, is a direct quote from Mr. Hong. Thank you, Mr. Hong. Thank you for your service. For all that you do. <laughs> all right, next up, it's our boy. It's CB. Ooh, he he would be S tier, but I the, can see where you're going. <laughs> yeah, the the strange like obsession with Unsei that goes a little dark sometimes when he's like orchestrating the Ha Rim and Sungi go assault her in the mm-hmm. park. Basically, that that means you get at least minus one tier. So yes, I think I he gets the big spoon. He, as much as we, we talk about how much he was, like, just truly one of the top characters for us, I agree. Over, he makes some, some big slippies, and those big slippies knock him down, but he still gets the big spoon. <laughs> the character I would most want to be friends with, I think. Mm. All right, up next... It's our interior designer boy who that track record only gets mentioned very few times, even though it's how he's introduced into the series. It's <laughs> Harim. <sighs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Tomato waffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're with me on this. <laughs> I... As much as I love the energy that Harim brings to this show sometimes, there's no other place for him to go. <laughs> he has the great moment where he's like, listen, I'm a part of this secret that I did not agree to keep, and it's affecting somebody who I care about. I'm going to tell Hangyul. And yeah. the rest of it is him being weird about 
them being in a relationship that might be gay, weird about being them in a straight relationship, weird about being in his own relationship, being kind of a pickup artist kind of character. Mm, can't save it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Have fun with your tomato waffle, Harim. Next yeah. up, it's our hot waffle boy, and that would be no other than Sungi. All right. I feel like the the correct choice is A tier, but I'm going to argue... Okay. That because he has undoubtedly the least screen time dedicated to his B plot, uh-huh. I I feel like he should get an S tier nomination just for the amount that they were able to squeeze out of three minutes every other episode. This is this is a fair argument. I think the reason that I would say he stays in A tier would be because. Even though he doesn't have a lot of screen time and you get so much out of so little screen time, I would still say that, I don't know, Eun-chan gets the most screen time, obviously, because she's like our main character. But she, again, is a character that feels deserving of an entire show, whereas mm-hmm. Sungi's subplot, I don't know if I could watch an entire show about that. You're right. I feel like it's, it's best placed as this like subplot that we only hear about sometimes because it feels like that was the most effective way to do that story and i love him very much he's a very attractive man however i think that i think the a tier is here not because he does anything wrong but because it doesn't feel right to put him with like un chan and mr hong who i feel like were so influential for this show you know you're right looking at the two of them up there he doesn't he doesn't fit in he still he gets, gets the, the big, big spoon, spoon though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, we've got our favorite money gremlin. It's Unsei. Ah, <sighs> oh, boy. Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> Am I really gonna do it to her? <laughs> Am I really gonna put her? Are you gonna put her in the bucket of dirty waffle water? Uh, yeah, I'm, that's my that's oh my, my first inclination. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I am advocating for Unsei at minimum tomato waffle truly because of the entertainment value she brings to Coffee Prince. <laughs> You're right. I mean, yeah. The when I think about Unsei, the three things that jump to mind, failed American Idol audition, money yes. gremlin, yes. weird relationship with CB, also yes. maybe has strange emotions around her sister having a great opportunity in her life. But she's yes. seventeen, so I feel yes. like tomato waffle is tomato waffle is the worst we could do. Also, she can't be all the way in the bucket of dirty waffle water because at the end we do see her and CB kind of having figuring their stuff out, and she's now being like a supportive force in his life as he right. uh, achieves his back model dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I did so not I consider say... the epilogue. Yeah, she did. She did grow, and she she is young throughout the series. However, some of her silly antics do still land her in Tomato Waffle Land. But maybe if there's a sequel, she can be up here with the big spoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Un Chan's mama. Mama Chan. See, I I would watch a prequel show about mm-hmm. three older characters. I but... would too. I don't know whether I can give Mama the big spoon. Really? Yeah. You want to put her I, in the in the weird shirt? Yeah, I want to put her in a weird shirt. 
<laughs> these tearless names. Uh, she can wear I, a weird shirt. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't know a lot about her as a character. And I don't know... Mm-hmm. Like, it, it feels like she is a mother character, but she is not a character yeah. who happens to be a mother. It's hard to put her super high up when we feel like we have limited information about her. I, I get what mm-hmm. you mean. All right. She could wear a weird weird shirt with her new son-in-law. <laughs> My new son? <laughs> now, next up, we have the other, the, the completion of the old old friend trio, and that is Mr. Koo. So, similar feelings about Mama as Mr. Koo. Yeah. But I feel like Mr. Koo gets the big spoon because he is a poet. And... <laughs> wow. He, you know he what? Like, yeah. He, he dresses really fly when they go to the yeah, movie theater. Yeah, that outfit he wore bumps him up at least one tier. He's a very earnest character, and he ends up demonstrating, like, good emotional intelligence when he's like, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna marry your mom or anything, but, like, if you, if you think about it, you're not losing a mother, you're gaining a new family member. And I was like, mm. that's very wise. Yeah, that was good. That was a very good thing. Thank you, Mr. Koo. Thank you for your service. All right. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Next up, you know her. You love her. It's Grandma. She would berate us for giving her anything less than S tier. She would. However, as much as I want to give her S tier, her sudden turn on Unchan in like, what Ooh. is it, like episodes 12 through or maybe 13 is this i don't know when it starts but like that that, that rubs arc, me yeah. the wrong way i can't i can't put her up in s tier when she's gonna be like that <laughs> you're right give her the spoon you give her the give her the spoon <laughs> <laughs> all right next up we have han gil's um dad throughout most of the series though not his og dad i feel like I feel like I would give that Hangul's weird shirt because he, it really feels like without him being the focus or without seeing his point of view, yeah, he goes through a real character change and is very much gone from like, no, you have to have a marriage that's good for the family to I have let people make decisions for me that negatively impacted the course of my life and mm-hmm. I will not allow my son to do the same, basically. That's true. I feel like kind of similar to reasons for for Sungi, for him getting a, a higher ranking despite maybe difficult impressions initially, um, even though that wasn't Sungi at all. But he he had very little screen time. But throughout that screen time, we got to see such an interesting development of his character. So he can wear the weird shirt with his son, and <laughs> it was <laughs> they can it go was fishing. told it was told very well through visuals as well with mm-hmm. the. The, the times when they are sitting across from each other, Hangul and his non-biological dad, to the time when they are standing next to each other in the elevator and you see how much taller Hangul actually is. Like that, yeah. that was a great way of communicating that growth. Good job, dad. You did it. All right, next up, Hangul's mom. Where could she go? Hmm. Is this, is this cruel if I say that like... Where? She, she, she is, okay. Mm, maybe bucket of dirty waffle water. Are you you're putting her in the? Why? Are you, okay, no, no. Explain why. Why is she in the bucket? Oh, yeah, <laughs> she is in terms of a character. 
entirely passive up until the point where she decides to support Unchan, which is already a decision that has been made by everybody else. I think if maybe she were the first person to be like, no, like, yeah. I am not just standing here. I've seen what this kind of attitude has done to my husband. If my son wants to marry this girl, it does not matter what kind of girl she is. But it feels like things just kind of happened to her. And she's a very, like, tragic figure in this story. But it's not a story that was meant to highlight her. And so she comes off as this character who is there. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 now that you've explained it, I see where you're coming from. Because she is. She's a very passive character. She, she is just kind of there. It's hard for me to put her in the bucket because of, we do get some <laughs> scenes with her and Han Gil that are, that are, like, just give this very sweet mother-son energy. But I feel like someone's got to go in the bucket. And if it's going <laughs> to be her. <laughs> oh. We scooped this woman into a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and and not Yeah. Not not for any of her like personality traits, I guess. Because she is sweet and, and stuff and she does do some good things. But mostly because yeah. She she does just kind of let the world happen to her, which is kind of her role in this show is to do so. Um but that'll land you in the bucket maybe if they make a sequel and she starts being cool she can get out of the bucket but Ooh, coffee <laughs> <For now>. <laughs> oh my god all right next up we've got hangul's real dad now i'm wishing we'd save the first person to bucket because he's definitely bucket he's absolutely you know what i'm gonna put him in bucket because he i'm gonna put him bucket. in bucket in front of mama Ooh, ooh. Like a little, like a little slide around. Like he's he's the most bucket of the bucket. He's proximity to bucket. Do you think maybe if he's bucket, does that kind of make mom tomato waffle, or is she still bucket? We can make mom tomato waffle because all right. Like I know we spooked you there, mom, but you're now tomato waffle. <laughs> yeah, nobody has to sit in the waffle water with Lee Myung Jae. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Yeah, now that he's out here. I've 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 got better context than I can say that mama you're not quite bucket level. Mhm. All right, next up, you know him, the first member of the DK crew. <laughs> if you know the words, you can, you join, can join in, in to put your hands together, hands together and up, and your, up ass. your ass. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Donkey Kong. He's finally joining the battle, and where could he go? <sighs> Yeah, honestly, I think he's on the level of Sungi because really? very similar. He's a character that we hear so much about from very strong perspectives, and then when we see him in action, he's just a mature adult, and that is not something that is in this show except for him. Because when he's Damn. he's invited to sit down with uh, Hansung and Yuju, and she's like, "Oh, you remember this coffee place?" and blah blah blah. He quick he quickly picks up and he's like, "Hey, did you bring me here just to torture this guy? Because that is no good." And then he leaves. And yeah. then at the airport, he's like, "Hey, you ready to go?" And she's like, "Uh." And he's like, "I'm going." And then she's like, "Uh." And he's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> it's like he was somebody who knew what he wanted and wasn't inappropriate about pursuing it. 
These are all very good points. I think he gets knocked down one tier, though, to Hangyul's weird shirt, solely for the fact that he dresses like the biggest asshole you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is a good argument for subtracting a point. My argument for adding a point is that he Uh, gave us the Donkey Kong jokes. All right. You're right. You know what, DK? You get the big spoon. Mm. It's for you. Have fun in your adult life. It's an honor, (laughs) sir. It's It's been an honor, sir. All right, next up, uh, someone who I think we kind of can feel where she might go because she's got a counterpart that's basically her, but in male form. Everyone, this is Bill. <laughs> uh, Bill was a very interesting late stage addition to this ensemble cast. She was. Like, and I, I love the thing of like, this character has met their match. So yeah. I absolutely feel like she belongs with Tomato Waffle Haru. Yeah, she's got to be with him. They have to be together. There's there's no other way for this to go. <laughs> they deserve each other, for sure. For sure. All right. Next up, uh, this character only gets one episode of screen time. However, she is mentioned enough in the series that I felt she was important enough to include. Because this is Mr. Hong's ex-girlfriend. Ooh, shit, baby. Uh, I know. I... This is this is such an interesting pick to include on the tier list, honestly. Hats off to you. Thank because you. Because I've never wrestled with the the reality of like her end. Cause like mm-hmm. I feel like her her character is kind of defined by where she ends up the same way that Hong's character is kind of defined by where he's ended up. Yeah. And there's so much that we don't know about that relationship, but I have so many feelings about it, you know? Like, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> Does okay. she go in the bucket? It, it, it depends on whether or not you think that she's happy where she ends up or if she's unhappy. Because the vibe that I got was that she was unhappy and she had, like, this husband who wanted to eat peaches even though she was allergic, so she had to wear gloves to cut them. But that could very easily be interpreted as she loves her husband, so now she's the kind of person who wears gloves. I think yeah. we could just split the difference and put her in ice cream and coke, maybe? Wow. Look at her, hanging out with Han Sung and Yuju. Ice cream and Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I interpreted that scene as her saying, like, I, as a person, have changed now and I found someone who I love so much that I'm willing to sacrifice small things for. Um, even though I feel like touching something that you're allergic to isn't really a small thing. Tell your husband to cut his own goddamn peaches. But exactly. <laughs> I that that was kind of the message that I got. So she can she can she can hang out in the the difficult relationship uh, tier, <laughs> <laughs> which is ice cream and Coca Cola apparently. All right. Next up, we have another very late stage addition. Uh, this is our new coffee girl who shows up at Coffee Prince in like the last episode and declares that she wants to learn from Mr. Hong because she hears he's the best barista in town. <laughs> uh, I don't really know how to feel because of how little screen time, but the attitude was very good. Uh, yes. I-, I love a character who's just like, I heard you're the best at this. Teach me. Teach me right now. Yeah. Uh, also, she makes him be happy. Mm, very yeah, true. She can wear the weird shirt. She can hang out with Sungi in the coffee alcove and wear the weird shirt and speak Japanese. Good for her. 
I pictured the Hungul's weird shirt is just like this get along shirt that's like massive uh-huh. and they all four have to wear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one and everyone has to get in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our final three characters are uh, some very important ones that I think we all have good opinions of. So let's start with none other than our favorite boy. It's Sweeper, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, glad he made the list. Uh, you know I, where he's going. I, I don't even have the power to stop it. It's right it's to the top. It's almost as if he's going to live his barista dreams in Italy. <laughs> Sweeper was such a blessing, even in terms of like making this podcast, because we had a character who we had to root against unconditionally, and he was always accompanied by the character that you have to root for unconditionally, and it made oh, for some God. really good jokes. It was so good. <laughs> I think one of my favorite jokes of the entire series is uh, in one of the middle episodes. We were like, all right, and we cut to Unchan drinking with a dog, and Sweeper's also there. (laughs) Get his ass. (laughs) Very good. All right, next up we have our favorite small Lego boy. It's Robo Unchan. You know, I just feel like they never did anything with this character. I know. This character could have been so much if they hadn't neglected her. It does have little blanky. That's little true. Little blanky is very good. Little blanky is nice. Do you Who think do we I can want? give Robo? Ooh, no, say what you're gonna say. I was like, where do I? Where? Who does? Who needs a Robo Unchan in their life? I feel who like who does need a Robo Unchan? Am I? Hmm. I don't know. It's just there's we never learn anything about their character. They're very passive, you know. Things just, they yeah, just kind of get moved around. Yeah, they do just hang out there. <laughs> I'm they gonna say to tomato bed. waffle. <laughs> All right, you know what, Robo Unchan? I'm sorry to do it to you, but you can hang out with the tomato waffle. <laughs> All right, and last but not least, perhaps the most shocking character that we could have had in this entire series. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Gingy. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, bucket of dirty waffle water for Gingy. Because no. <laughs> Oh, you were saying that to me. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. Listen, listen, listen. Here's my argument for bucket of dirty waffle water, Gingy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. He shows up. Kind of just to let us know that Shrek the Third is canonically part of the Coffee Prince universe. You know, he shows up, he's on the big screen. But who was watching that big screen, Jaren? That was, uh, that would be a Han Gyul and a, a Yuju moment. Would mm-hmm. it not? Yes. This scene would preface the scene where Han Gyul is like, Yuju, I need you to give me a hug because I'm trying to decide if I'm not gay or something. And I just feel like, you know what, Jinji, like, you could have had something there. You could have had a moment. There could have been a great moment where you talk to Han Han Gyul through the movie and you say, listen, buddy, (laughs) if you're gay, you're gay. Okay? That's the way the world works. And if you're not, you're not. And if you're bi, there you go. What I need you to do is stop treating your employee like trash because of your feelings for her. Okay? Okay? But he didn't. Can you do that? He just he just yelled <laughs> about his gumdrop buttons and he left. Like, what was the point? 
You're very, you're very valid. I just, I can't get over the fact that, like, he was, he was seeing projections of Unchan on the screen, but what he was looking at was Jinji, and Hangul was just giggling like a baby. You know what? You're right. Jinji, disregard everything I said. You can go live your barista dreams. <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, boy! <laughs> All right, that's all of the characters we have. So this is our final uh, Coffee Prince character tier list. I hope uh, you all agree. If you don't agree, you can yell at us in the comments below. Please do. Uh, I love getting yelled at about my opinion. <laughs> so I really want you guys to do it. So. Wow. Uh, I'm wow. soft. Please don't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah. You tell Jaren that you love him and that he's right. And then tell me that I'm dirty bucket of waffle water. Because I tried to put Jinji in the in the bucket, even though he I doesn't deserve this. it at all. I just wanted to create a lot of controversy. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe with uh, where you think we would be ranked. Personally, <laughs> I think I'm an ice cream and coke kind of guy. Uh, I think you know what? I'll be nice to myself, and I will say that I'm wearing Han Gil's weird shirt. <laughs> nah, Kara gets the big spoon. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that concludes the tier list section of this episode. So, after all, what would a, a review content podcast be like if we mm -hmm. didn't assign some kind of arbitrary ranking at the end of our viewing? Of course, obviously. We have to give the show a number that represents our feelings and that literally nobody will care about. However, we did it. Therefore... <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I agree, though. Well, I think we need to give the show an overall ranking. Like, what's the what's the point if if we don't kind of have something to say about where our final feelings <laughs> fell? You know? Yeah, I feel like Coffee Prince was uh, an amazing show. Like something that I think is really rare to mm -hmm. find from that era. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't think of any other shows made in two thousand and seven that I would even want to watch at this point. <laughs> But there was so much love put into every aspect of this show, and mm. I loved during the last episode getting to see some of the behind-the-scenes footage of, like, how they shot the car, yeah. uh, how they... Uh, I think even... It was, it was a labor of love, and it really is reflected in the finished product. And mm. I was so... So glad to find out that, like, K-Drama was not at all what I had been led to believe it was, and that it was capable of being so professionally made and so... Better than most shows that I've watched in the last decade. Very really? satisfying. Yeah, there, there are very few shows that I watch weekly, or shows that I could even watch an episode every so often. Normally, mm -hmm. I just run through it if it's if it's something that's already done because i like to be able to talk about the finished thing yeah and when you're doing that you don't feel satisfied at the end of every episode you just feel like all right what's next this mm -hmm. show every week made me feel something and even if i wanted to watch the next episode right away i was like nope i'm gonna wait and i'm gonna enjoy it and i'm gonna create time for it i think this has kind of changed the relationship that i have to shows really? uh and i'm I'm, it's it's a solid recommendation. I would say that if anybody asked me 
if they needed to watch a K-drama for some hypothetical situation, this is the one that mm-hmm. I would recommend. I'd be like, this is great. You're not going to be disappointed with your investment. Uh, and for all those reasons, uh, six. Out of ten? Just six. <laughs> Uh, just, what, just six out of five. Out of five. Oh, <laughs> I was about to be like, now, Jaren, I want you to imagine you have five coffee cups in front of you, and you can give them to to the show Coffee Prince. How many coffee cups? <laughs> I I drink all five, and then I refill one more, and then I drink that, and that's six. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, let's see. Let's see. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm gonna say I think. Obviously, all of the shows that we watch uh, on this podcast, or maybe not all, you know, we're, we're probably going to bounce around, but the, the whole kind of concept for this podcast is the idea that we are watching rom-coms that I would willingly rewatch, um, or that I like to rewatch, that I liked so much the first time that I would watch again. Um, the reason that I chose Coffee Prince as the, the first thing that we watch, even though it might not be the most... Um, I guess, currently talked about a piece of romantic media or even K-drama right now. You know, it's it's not kind of like the one that everybody is looking to watch, the one that would get us the most traction, I guess you could say. It truly is kind of like a classic in this genre. And I've said that before. It's, it's one of the ones that came out in the period of time that I feel like set the tone for what K-dramas can be. It was one of the first ones that I watched, so it definitely set the tone for me of what I think that this genre uh, is all about. But even further than that, I feel like it's just such a good representation of the kind of stuff that this genre likes to delve into, the kind of tropes that it favors, um, and just especially the kind of the kind of ways that I guess a show like this can make you feel. Like, I feel so many different things when I watch Coffee Prince. Um, a lot of it is enjoyment, happiness, laughter, you know, all the good bits. But I also feel, like, very sad at certain points in this show. I feel very affected by the things that are happening to these characters that are not real and that do not exist in my life and that I only know through this screen. But I feel for them anyway. I feel for their problems. Even the small characters like Sun Yi... Um, and even a story like uh, Mr. Hong's romance that I only hear about through his retelling um, as he reminisces and I never actually get to see played out, I still feel for it. And for all of those reasons kind of together, that's why I felt like this was maybe the the perfect thing to start this series with. Um, The perfect, I think, first K-drama to show you. But if I had to give it an arbitrary rating that means something to me and maybe nothing to anybody else, I would say that if I were to go to uh, Starbucks and order coffee prints, I would be ordering (laughs) a grande white mocha with whipped cream, which if you want to turn that into numbers, roughly translates to five coffee cups. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. You know what? No, I'll give it a 4.8. There's always, there's always a little, you know, <laughs> we can always do without. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain moments that I could do without, and I'm not going to completely overlook them. But you know what? It's a really good show. And I mm-hmm. will absolutely be watching it again uh, a little bit down the road. I think personally, I might not rewatch the entire series front to back. Mm. But 
I will say that I have had and will continue to have intrusive thoughts about coffee prints <laughs> in my daily life. And I definitely foresee situations where I stop and ask myself, regardless of whatever is happening right now, is this uh-huh. someone that I can live without? Mm. And I feel like I like having a show that has given me a takeaway like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Um, I'm sorry you won't be rewatching the full thing. Maybe I'll let you know when I am, and so you can come and join for the episodes that you like. <laughs> It'll be good. Uh, it will all right. Be. Yeah. I guess I feel like I've kind of exhausted my coffee prince feelings. So, any any final thoughts, Jaren? Any any last words of wisdom you would like to give to the coffee prince uh, listeners out here? I hope that. Y'all who have listened uh, these last 18 episodes uh, have enjoyed hearing me and my friend talk and learning a little bit more about us while watching this goofy show. And I hope that you spread the love and keep whatever good vibes that you got from this and pass them on to somebody else. Aw, that's cute. I like that. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening along on our coffee journey. Uh, We hope you had as much fun listening to us banter as we did actually bantering. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With that, it looks like it's time for us to officially close the the first shop of coffee prints. Aw. Aw. Don't worry. Unchan is out there with Hangyul being a barista. She's she's handling his baby antics very well. They're doing great. Uh, Hansung and Yuju are probably hitchhiking somewhere. They're doing great. Um, CB is the the best back model in the entire world. <laughs> it's so much real estate on his back. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our our final review, and we will catch you in the next episode. See you next time. Bye, y'all. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. Love you. Bye, bye. Oh, no, I snorted. <laughs> 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 <laughs>